You know, I was reflecting on something that Laney Basham wrote in his book with winning in mind. It's something that I reference a lot. It's definitely a book I suggest giving a read. Uh, but when discussing selecting the right goal, Laney says that you should pick something that you're willing to trade your life for. He doesn't mean that in the literal sense of dying for your goal. Rather, it's a figurative statement about giving up the life that you lead now for the attainment of the goal. If it's not powerful enough to motivate you, then you won't do it. In the last episode, we talked about the martial marksman mindset and I had an aside about homeostasis. And the context was that driving changes in your life means introducing some stress. That stress could be physical, mental, or something else. The point was that introducing sufficient stress signals to your mind and body that something has to change in order to make that stress less impactful the next time. While writing that post, I had a very long aside about how difficult this actually is. And eventually I decided just to break it off into its own article, which is what we're talking about today. Now, I don't want to undersell you on how difficult it is to make this process happen. Part of that change happens slowly. And you're not going to get any kind of improvement that you want to see after just a handful of exposure to the right kind of stress. It takes hundreds, if not thousands of hours of exposures over time to make this happen. And eventually, and probably a lot sooner rather than later, pursuing this kind of change runs into what I call the homeostasis problem. But before that, welcome to The Everyday Marksman, the podcast where it's all about tactical skills for living a more adventurous life. I'm your host, Matt Robertson. Our website's everydaymarksman.co. There you'll find today's show notes, our YouTube channel, articles, our blog, our awesome community of marksmen just like you. I am glad you're here with me today. So we're continuing our journey talking about the martial marksman and his mindset. And today's theme is the homeostasis problem. So if you recall from the last episode, homeostasis is the tendency towards stable equilibrium between interdependent elements. That's a mouthful. <laughs> when it comes to driving change, you might think this is a status quo bias. We, we tend to want to keep things as they are because it's familiar and comfortable. Now, this all makes sense when you're thinking about introducing stress by lifting a weight or building a habit for dry practice. But here's where the problem usually comes in. Usually. You see, the interdependent elements part of that equation is more than just yourself. Humans are social creatures and we tend to surround ourselves with people like us. Your lifestyle, as it exists today, is probably organized in a way that best supports the current status quo. Here's an example. Let's say you get back from a long day at work and have dinner with the family. And after the kid or kids go to bed, you and your wife have a ritual of talking for a little while, then watching something on Netflix for a bit. And after that, you scroll through social media, trade a few posts back and forth, and then go to bed. Both of you probably view this as, air quote, together time. So what happens if you decide that you want to spend 30 minutes a night practicing rifle drills by yourself? And the only available time is when you would otherwise be watching Netflix together. That's the challenge. When you introduce stress to drive a change, you're not just pushing against your own willpower, but you're pushing up against the entire lifestyle and your social circle and other elements that have little to no reason to challenge the status quo. 
your wife didn't necessarily agree to stop watching movies with you or hanging out with you every night. You decided that. So if you aren't aware of this problem, it's really easy to abandon new habits and any change you were hoping to develop out of it. It's because everything else in your life is literally organized against you. So how do we work this problem? Let's go back to that together time example. At first, you probably won't think this is an issue. You feel good about doing something more productive with your time. You'll start picking up little wins on the clock and showing progress in your dry fire. Not long later, though, your wife's going to start getting upset at you that you never spend time with her anymore. She misses hanging out with you and watching shows together. As a family man and a husband, you rightly prioritize the marriage more than faster times on whatever drill you're working on. So you stop the new habit and go back to the old routine. This is not necessarily a bad thing, by the way. I'm just saying this is an example of how this can play out. Think of more examples like this. Maybe you work at an office job where every Friday after work, everybody goes out together to the local bar, have some cocktails, some beers, order some greasy food. But then all of a sudden, you decide that you want to have that time to go work out in the gym. So rather than going out, you don't go at all. You go to the gym. Or when you do go, you don't participate in the alcohol and greasy food because you're trying to be healthy about your eating. Let's say your social circle and your lifestyle will accept a minor bump in the road along the way, but after a while, things change. Your efforts to challenge the status quo start making them uncomfortable. And you start getting comments about your healthy eating habits and you don't eat cheeseburgers with us anymore. You know, you start getting jokes. Eventually, they become less than jokes. People start complaining that you're no fun anymore or that you're difficult to to plan things with because, well, you don't like to go do this activities with us. You don't want to go drink anymore. You get up too early because you're going to go to the gym. Within your own life, you start to feel like you're missing out on stuff like your favorite TV shows or your favorite meals or other little activities that you didn't think about much before, but now you suddenly feel their absence. This, this is when it gets hard. And this is the point where most people fail. They try and push too far, too quickly, and they weren't prepared for the consequences. This is what Lanny's talking about when he says, giving up your life. Now, as far as I'm concerned, there are really two ways to deal with the problem, the slow way and the fast way. The first way is to commit to smaller changes done gradually over time. This is probably the smart path for most people. For example, Let's go back to our, again, family time example. Rather than scheduling 30 minutes per day of dry fire, why not commit to 10 minutes every other day, two or three days a week, whatever? You know, Or thinking of the gym, a lot of men decide that they're going to go five days a week because, well, they read somewhere that that's ideal and that's how you're going to do things. But why not scale that back to two sessions per week? In either case, dry fire or the gym, that reduced frequency is easier to manage. You still get results because it's more than you were doing before, but you're also not upsetting the balance of the rest of the status quo too much. Committing to smaller goals works well because you still end up adding wins along the way. And then at every incremental step forward, you are now building a track record behind you, a trail of success that you can look back to and say, oh, I've already accomplished this, so why not keep going forward? It's also a little bit less threatening to others because they see it as a compromise. You're not pushing change on them too quickly, so they have time to respond as well. 
Now, the other way, the fast way, is just flat out committing to the sacrifice. And ultimately, even incremental transformation gets you to the exact same place. It's just doing it with a speed limit. The fundamental thing happening is that whatever pathway you choose, incremental or going all in at once, you are changing your identity. You're giving up the person that you were for the sake of the person that you will become. This is sacrifice. Sacrifice is hard. It's really hard. If it wasn't, then we wouldn't have thousands of years of stories extolling the virtues of those who have made tough sacrifices. The whole point is changing your self-image to be that of someone who is and does the kinds of things that you want for yourself. Now, whether you do that quickly or slowly is up to you and how much discomfort you and your life can tolerate in the process. But the sacrifice must happen regardless. Transformation is never comfortable or easy. That's just the nature of the game. So what of our friends or family who might become uncomfortable in the process too? Look, I don't have an easy solution for that. The best thing you can do is try and get them on board and become your support team, if not joining you in that process as well. In worst case, it might mean losing friends along the way or giving up on a goal for the sake of your family. Again, don't sacrifice your family for arbitrary dry fire time. There are no solutions here. There's only trade-offs. So what's the path forward here? Look, I didn't plan to publish this the first few weeks of 2024 when everybody's fresh onto the New Year's resolutions. Um, I actually planned to write it a while ago, but hey, the the timing works out anyway. This topic came up because I was talking about mindset. And the most important component of mindset for us and for Marshall Marksman specifically is the concept of the self-image. Who are you? What do you stand for? Is the person you are today representative of who you want to be? If not, that's fine. What are you doing to change that? What are you willing to give up to change that? Remember, complex systems can only tolerate so much stress at once before they break down. Change, especially radical change, is stress. So the best way to go about this is you have to limit the amount of stress or change that you're pushing into your life to just a few things at a time. And let the good things come to you in the process. That is the, that is the bottom line here. That's the final message. Limit how much you're trying to change at once and focus. And be willing to give up who you are today. And if you're not willing to do that, then I think you've picked the wrong goal. All right, that's it. Short episode today. Thanks for listening. Um, you know, I've been having fun thinking about this topic and, and how I'm going to approach it over time. Uh, let me know what you think. So get on the website, everydaymarksman.co. You'll find the link for this episode right on the front page and then drop a comment for me. Let me know what you think. Until next time, my friends, I will catch you later. Take care.